Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on this Sunday evening. I'm your host, Buck Rising. If you're new to the show, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands. That is the message that Amanda J. wants you to understand. Your constitutional rights, she is there to protect you. Go to AmandaJGentry.com to find out more about her and her team. TrueMav Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMavFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. A new way to work out for the best version of you. TrueMav Fitness is where you go. So with all the different things to take away, I have a list of, you know, 7,000 things, not quite. Uh, but I think, you know, in total, 12 to 15 different notes on various position groups and individual players that I made coming out of yesterday's game. And I think the important thing for all of us to remember is that what they did yesterday in Chicago, what they'll do uh, this coming Saturday at Minnesota, and what they'll end with their preseason schedule here in Nashville against the Patriots, all of these things are just extensions of training camp. What we watched yesterday was, in essence, a live tackling, live action training camp practice. That's the way that the coaching staff views the preseason games. It's the way that they coach their players for the preseason games. And so, you know, complaints about alternating quarterbacks or Malik getting more reps with the first, getting all the reps with the first team offensive line and Levis getting none. You know, the different kinds of things that they're trying in the preseason situational football going forward in situations where in the regular season they probably wouldn't or whatever the case might be. These are basically training camp practices. And so uh, as we as we kind of go through the stock up, stock down portion of the program, I would say just kind of bear that in mind. Um, because while it is, you know, you want to, if you're a fan of the team or if you're uh, a player or a coach, you want to go out and win the preseason, even if it's only the preseason, right? Even if it's I mean, an exhibition game is doing that, I think, a little bit of uh, a little bit too much lip service. But of all the things that we saw, let's start with the positive. Who exceeded your expectations yesterday in the Titans loss to the Bears? We will talk about this together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. You'll hear from uh, a couple of different parties who were involved yesterday. Who exceeded your expectations? Let me know on Facebook. YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, it is made possible by Two Rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford for quality American-made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer service, and the kind of customer satisfaction that you know that they can deliver on. 40 years of doing business with honesty and integrity. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So who exceeded your expectations in the preseason? Last night. Um, so you look at the kind of uh, you look at the kind of players that we saw. Wasn't a ton of starters, right? But there were some. 
offense, defense, special teams. You got a pretty good grasp of where some depth guys are right now and where uh, how the coaching staff currently views some of the players on the roster. Uh, Noah Leak says, I mean, hey, we could be the Ravens and not care about player development, just get them wins. Bert, do you take offense to that? He's too busy playing video games tonight, apparently. He cannot be distracted. He cannot be undaunted from his Dungeons and Dragons missions that he's currently on as he wears his headset and fights spiders as druids who can transform into cats, all of these different things. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how much I didn't see the Ravens preseason game. I know that they won. Again, it's a streak of like 24 straight preseason games or something like that that they won. It's outrageous. Uh, and I don't know how much time that they spent playing Lamar or playing, you know, Mark Andrews or J.K. Dobbins at that point. But I think there is player development to be found if you're the Ravens in that instance. Because if the Ravens are playing a good amount of starters, well, the, the logic, at least from, you know, having not seen the game itself, well, I would understand them trying to work through things like Lamar Jackson is trying to not call plays off a wristband anymore. Todd Monk and their new offensive coordinator is asking that he not do that, that he actually learn the offense, that he find ways to uh, make himself a more, more fluid player at the line of scrimmage and to have a better grasp of what it is that they're have a better command all around command of what it is that they're going to ask him to do this year. So if that was the logic behind the Ravens playing, and again, I'm having not seen this, I don't know how many snaps Lamar and the, and the starters of the, uh, of the Ravens played this weekend, but I would say that that would make a ton of sense to me. And in fact, you know, the argument could be there for the, for the Titans. Cause Jimmy, Jimmy uh, McStay on Facebook live says, do you think Tandy starts next game? Seems like a lot of starters started this weekend. Uh, I didn't think a lot of starters started this weekend. I, you know, there's a handful of dudes out there, but um, there really wasn't many on the offense that like Chig did not play starting offensive line, obviously did starting quarterback did not starting running back did not um, you're starting fullback, I guess wide receivers, Chris Moore, Kyle Phillips, not starters necessarily, but you know, if you're three wide receiver sets, then uh, Kyle Phillips would probably qualify. He's a starting punt returner. Defensively, there weren't a gut bunch of dudes that played. Um, maybe Jack Gibbons ends up being a starter. Maybe Monty Rice ends up being a starter, but like this was mostly depth dudes at that point. I didn't think that the Titans showed much of anything with their veterans and guys who they care to keep healthy through the preseason. So do I think Tanny starts next game? I mean, Blaine Bishop and I talked about this. Uh, when was that? Saturday morning. We do the, the Lee Company countdown to kickoff. Blaine Bishop, Mickey Ryan, and myself and uh, two hours before kickoff, and, and Blaine was making the case for why he would like to see Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry with the uh, with the starting offensive line out there for a series or two, right? It can't hurt things. And by the same logic that I've just made for Lamar Jackson and Todd Munkin, well, it would be you know feasible to think that Tim Kelly might want to get the operations down with Ryan Tannehill in, in an exhibition game before they hard launch this thing in New Orleans for week one. Um, my gut feeling, you know, not knowing one way or the other, and they probably won't know until Thursday, I think is when they've been making these determinations. I would bet against Ryan Tannehill starting just because, I mean, since he's been a backup, that's not that's not something they've ever done. They've had different different offensive coordinators. They've had offensive coordinator changes in the past. 
where they've not changed the quarterback or where, you know, it hasn't mattered that they play Ryan Tannehill or it doesn't matter that they've changed the offensive coordinators that hasn't like influenced their decision to play Ryan Tannehill. Maybe this year is different. It's possible. Um, but I would say just gut feeling, probably not. I bet I would, if I was betting, I would bet against seeing Derrick Henry or Ryan Tannehill at all in the preseason. Now I could be, you know, entirely wrong. And they trot out there at us bank, stadium uh for a, a drive or two um and you know maybe they'll may, maybe they will do those things but that's not something to date that they have done uh right now under Mike Vrabel and Mike Vrabel will uh, to to the best of our knowledge be the acting head coach for this upcoming preseason game Terrell Williams obviously the acting head coach for the Chicago game uh but who exceeded your expectations Lou Man says Kiaris Jackson um you know, Kiaris was not somebody who necessarily popped for me. It doesn't mean that he didn't, uh, that he might have for you, Lewis. I just, I didn't notice him in particular. I know he got a bunch of snaps. I know they were trying him as a returner, uh, not just as a receiver, and that as much versatility as he can bring to the proceedings, obviously, that would be beneficial. Uh, as a receiver, he was not, uh, yeah, two receptions, 34 yards, he had a gain, a long gain of 25. He was targeted three times uh, by the two quarterbacks who got some snaps in there. And so uh, special teams wise, he didn't really get an opportunity, a ton of opportunity. I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at returns right now to see if he indeed, he did have, no, that was, uh, no, that okay, Kiaris Jackson, one return for 29 yards. So, okay, solid. Uh, I would have to go back and review it specifically but he wasn't necessarily somebody who popped for me uh not Wiley says Rishi well we'll get the stock down here in just a second Will Tennessee says Chestnut Julius Chestnut is one of these preseason guys right Mason Kinsey is another one who I think consistently shows up in the preseason and you know that's what you expect from your death guys who have been in your system for a while and they did well to do so uh Gunner on the second punt says Stephen King oh um damn we were just talking about that dude today I'd have to go back and look at the transcript uh, to remember the name. Spears says TK if we're talking running backs. Uh, XD Gamer says Will Levis is very lost. I don't necessarily agree with that, but um, we can discuss that more later in the week about Levis and Willis specifically. But I will say that uh, I will say that Malik Willis did exceed my expectations. My expectation, the last time I saw Malik Willis play in a football game was Christmas Eve, right? It's been some time since Malik was benched and uh and that was something that I think that uh that I think a lot of people took away. Malik Willis definitely exceeded my expectations, but I had expectations that Malik would be able to operate fairly if not comfortably but fairly effectively in the preseason. So I would say that he did not exceed my expectations as much as the starting offensive line did. Uh you'll hear from Mike Vrabel on that here in just a second right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com and get your dream address without the stress. The Intel Edge you need to succeed can be found with the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators. That's GaryAshton.com. So uh, when you look at the offensive line situation, I think that a lot of people wanted to see the starting offensive line go out there and get a drive. They did get a drive. They did score on the Titans' first possession. Malik Willis with a rushing touchdown after uh, one delay of game penalty, but for the most part, a very clean operation where you got to see at least 
some stuff on tape, and it felt like Mike Vrabel was in a pretty comfortable place with his starting offensive line group that we saw against the Bears yesterday. We were able to run the football. We were able to, you know, we had the delay, which, you know, was on everybody, but, you know, ultimately the quarterback and, and, and making sure that, that we're processing everything quickly and getting it to them. And, but you know, I thought that there were some good looks there, things that we had worked on in practice that you know, we got some pile push, you know, we got some guys cleaning out the pocket. We've got some movement. Uh, we're able to run some different plays. You know, blocked up a, a gap scheme play really well, um, really well where there was a, a lot of space in there. So just keep improving and progressing. But you know, I thought that they did exactly you know, what I'd hoped that they would. So uh, you know, did exactly what they what they hoped to see from them is what Mike Vrabel basically said there and. You know, one drive is not uh, the end-all be-all. It doesn't mean the Titans have a top 10 offensive line. And it's certainly good to see, given that most of the concern has been about that group through training camp practices. So I think that if you're talking about expectations, I had pretty low expectations for the starting offensive line group. The offensive line collectively throughout the course of the four quarters with a variety of different players playing gave up a, a fair amount of sacks, right? The quarterback's were both sacked four times apiece, um, not what you're looking for from the depth. And we know that depth offensive linemen are difficult to come by. But I think that when you talk about the offensive line group, like I said, they have not been superior at any point through training camp. And so to see them come out and look like they've got their stuff together, look like they can operate cleanly, look like they're comfortable with one another, uh, execute the kind of assignments in the run game, in the run scheme that they were looking for, I think, and, you know, a couple of snaps of good pass pro. The Bears did play a fair amount of defensive starters, and I don't know that the uh, I don't know that the Bears will have a good defense this year. I know that the, uh, oh, who was the one outside linebacker who was made to look like Nick Bosa yesterday for Chicago? He was all over the place. Um, the starting offensive line group did not give up a sack, though. I think that uh, if you're talking relative to expectation, I thought that this was I thought that this was a uh, a solid performance and something that you you needed to see. Andy Lewis says the line does have their hands full against our defense. Gibson, yes, uh, thank you guys for uh, the I, I, is it Tyree Gibson or Tyrell Gibson? I can't I can't recall off the top of my head, but um, yes, Gibson was made to look like Nick Bosa yesterday against the Titans' depth offensive line group. But the starters. Managed well, and you saw them or orchestrate a touchdown drive. Malik Willis, I believe, from about seven yards out. Uh, it was a uh, it was a positive development, and so from that standpoint, stock up. Uh, we are going to talk stock down now, now and uh, there's a couple of different places that you could look. There are obviously other places where you have seen improvement, guys who will see their reps increase. We talked to Mike Rabel about that today. We uh, will we'll speak more specifically on the rest of the areas throughout the course of the week. Uh, I am not going to be in Minnesota for the training camp practices, but I will be there for the preseason game. We will have, uh, I know that um, Sam Phelan is going to be in Minnesota for just the practices and not the game. And so I will uh, flip-flop with Sam throughout the course of this week. And we'll have a lot of time to talk about the various position groups, what we saw from Saturday and how they need to improve that heading into this coming Saturday. But let's talk about whose stock uh, we felt most fell out of this preseason game. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch is where you can react. 
whose stock, uh, or rather, who uh, fell short of your expectations? That's the place that I think we should uh, approach this from. Who fell short of your expectations? In the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We will do that together right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. You heard me tell you earlier, wherever justice demands, that is a slogan that they take to heart. That is the core of their mission. They want to make sure that they are in position to protect your constitutional rights wherever you may be here in the state of Tennessee. They have practiced in Tennessee family and criminal courts in 35 counties in this state, which means they take that message to heart wherever justice demands to protect your constitutional rights. In particular, father's rights is something that Amanda, I know, is very, very passionate about. Protecting your fundamental constitutional right to be a father to your children. So if you are in need of her services, go to amandajgentry.com and find out about all the different ways that she can defend you. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about who fell short of our expectations. Um, Moore said uh, Melba Matheson, Chris Moore fell short of your expectations. I thought Chris Moore was fine. Um, you know, the fumble, well, he was obviously called down when the, we thought he might have had a fumble. There was an incompletion there. Um, but I don't necessarily think that was on Chris Moore. I thought Chris Moore had a, a fine outing. NPF was bad. NPF was objectively bad. Uh, and, you know, this is the thing. So if you guys remember, I told you that George Fant didn't sign here because he didn't want to play for veteran minimum. And that George Fant's argument was basically, yeah, I think I can compete for the starting starting right tackle job here, not just fill in for six weeks. And so I would like to be compensated as such. I think that NPF is not any kind of a lock to be the future right tackle of this football team. Now, a, a rough go as a rookie is not unprecedented. Um, but you know, seeing him out there in the preseason, looking the way that he did, I believe he had a false start. Uh, he, uh, he did get beat a few times noticeably NPF's preseason snaps were not what you were, not what you were looking for from what I guess is considered a starting caliber offensive lineman for this football team. He was, uh, he didn't play a ton, but he did underwhelm, uh, Hassan Haskins says Joseph Lindsay. Uh, I guess I didn't really, uh, T Thompson agrees. He says no burst and slow. I, you know, I don't necessarily, I didn't think Hassan was anything special when I saw him against the Cowboys right now, that offensive line that he was playing behind was also terrible, um, in 2022, but yeah, I, I guess I don't necessarily have expectations, um, for Haskins at this point. Bert thought I was going to say at this stage, but of course, Bert would know that if he was listening instead of playing his video games. Uh, Rishi says Spears, two runs were better than all of Haskins' runs we've seen. Honestly, I would agree that, I mean, Tajay Spears didn't play a ton, and I think that's because they know that he's going to be, he's a more valuable asset than, than Hassan Haskins is. Uh, there's no way Hassan Haskins make the final roster. Uh, I don't, I don't know that that's so. Uh, Chestnut, I think is going to give him a run for his money. But we'll, uh, you know, we'll have a couple more weeks to see that competition play out. I think the player who fell m most short of expectation, though, and, you know, like I said, I don't know what my expectation should have been for Josh Wiley in his first NFL action. But uh, he had the pass bounce off his hands. That's high pass. So it's not like Malik was per perfectly accurate on the throw, but uh, had one that he should have 
should have caught. It's it's a play that needs to be executed, Mike Vrabel said. Went off his hands. It was Malik's uh, interception. was not an interception that was on Malik outright. Uh, like I said, Malik could have been more accurate with the pass, but that is a ball that Josh Wiley needs to come down with at six foot seven. And then he had a fumble as well uh, that he ultimately lost. Not an ideal day uh, on the whole. Something that I know he uh, he took to heart, and uh, we talked about it with him in the locker room post game. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely a little bit. Um, I don't think I wasn't ready for it. It's just. Um, you know, I mean, it's a little bit different than college. Uh, just got to learn from it. So. Just, I mean, how, does it make you feel good, at least, that, like, those are fixable things? I mean, it, I mean, it's obviously not something you want to do, but it's not like you're not in the right spot or not available to make plays. Right. Um, yeah, no, I think, like I said, just can learn from it, um, move forward. Um, it, it's better now than, you know I mean, week one, but I'd rather not happen at all, so. It's a team game. The offense went down and scored the first drive in the first group out. Things look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and you just got to keep that going. You know what I mean? Keep that momentum going. Um, so, yeah. I'm sorry I missed the first play, but I guess on the, on the pick that he looked like it was high, was that, did it get on you quicker than maybe a thought, or how'd that maybe play out in your mind? Um, no, I, I got to come down with that. That's a catchable ball. Um, got to have it. Was it like first time out, speed of the game, just kind of getting in the flow? Uh, no, I think it was, I think it was fine. Um, I mean, I knew it was going to be fast, uh, but I, I, I felt pretty comfortable. Um, so, yeah. That first hit, how, how's those first hits like in a, in a game after, you know, you're not really getting tackled too much in the in – the, Training camp and stuff. Yeah, uh, no, it was good to get back out there, um, see a different color jersey. Um, yeah, no, it was good. Uh, really excited for um, all to come, all this to come. So. You had much interaction with Coach Williams, I guess, up until this week, and what was that like, kind of having his voice be the first today? Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, it was really cool of Coach Ray to give him that opportunity. Um, but yeah, we just talked about having effort and speed. Um, and violence, choo- choosing violence and everything you do. Um, and I think we saw that uh, all around the field today. So I think that was good. You played with both quarterbacks. What was it like having different places in the huddle, different, you know, kind of alternating throughout the game? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, in practice, we really try to keep it all the same. Um, so there isn't much difference. Um, you know, I mean, when we go out on the field. Um, so it, it was good. It was good to get balls from both of them. So that was Josh Wiley uh, speaking about the less than ideal outing that he had on Saturday against the Bears. Plenty of players um, that you could go back through and talk about teachable moments, right? There are plenty of teachable moments, offense, defense, and special teams. I think that uh, Andy Lewis says if it wasn't picked, it would not have been made such a big deal, but he definitely should have made the Well, yeah, of course, Andy, because it resulted in a turnover. That's like they turn the ball over four times. It doesn't matter what they would have done, whether how good or bad Malik or Levis looked, how hard or how poorly sharper or, uh, or uh, Spears rather. I'm going to do that. Spears or Haskins ran, right? If you turn the ball over four times, you're probably going to lose that football game. So, um, yes, it is absolutely highlighted by the fact that it was one of four turnovers throughout the course of the afternoon. 
Uh, Tim Kelly, Vraves, and Malik watch Ravens' use of Isaiah Likely or Colts. Uh, it's enough six foot seven guys to use better than that. Well, we'll see how they deploy Josh Wiley during the season, how much he plays at, at all, right? It took Chig some time to get on the field, and I, I don't necessarily think that Josh Wiley is a lock to get a bunch of playtime at that point. Uh, pro receivers should catch both the Malik pass and the Levis game winner to Holmes, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I, they thought that it could have been it could have been the call, right? And it did look like Levis Levis had a shot there, but uh, you know that's why Gavin Holmes is Gavin Holmes, and uh, Josh Weiler was a fifth round pick. Like these guys are these guys are not outright professional. Yes, they're professional football players. You would expect them to make those catches, but you know, better players than them have missed uh, opportunities in in live action reps. So. I don't think it's the end of the world, but you know, you understand that evaluating those quarterbacks' performances, you have to have the context of what's around them and how it is that they manage those things. Uh, Billy Jones says, I thought we were more spread out on offense. Don't don't have any grand takeaways about the offense. Don't like it was situational football. Somebody asked me earlier about the play calling. Uh, I saw, forgive me, I didn't I didn't highlight the comment, but like I, you know, I like I was only paying attention to the play calling to see what plays they were calling, like what situations they were trying to rip, try to get some screens off the ground, right? Try to get some chunk plays off the ground. Play action uh, is something that we know they're going to do. Try to get the run game going. Like uh, don't, don't take anything from uh, don't take anything from, you know, more passes on first down here. It's just about situational football. The play calling is not something to highlight in the preseason, but you know, we'll, we will see. I don't, I don't necessarily dispute that you're going to be more spread out uh, once you get to the regular season, but I would not use the preseason as the assessment for that right now. Uh, at this rate, we might have better luck recruiting linemen from WWE. Listen, offensive linemen are bad everywhere. Like, everybody has bad. Like, I bet there's 10 teams in the NFL out of 32 that feel, like, legitimately good about their offensive line group, right? It's just, it's not, it's something that happens year in and year out. So we'll have a lot more time this week. Obviously, three hours tomorrow. Uh, I'm pretty sure we have Peter Skaronsky on the radio show tomorrow. Uh, we'll be live at training camp again. So uh, before they take off for Minnesota uh, on Tuesday, and we'll practice up there Wednesday and Thursday, we'll be doing our training camp on-site broadcast. And Peter Skaronsky, the Titans' first-round pick, is expected to join us at our broadcast setup. So. Uh, we'll look forward to talking a lot more in depth about the preseason tomorrow. Obviously, we're just hiding, highlighting a few players here and there. But uh, let's get to this is a free site. The best thing that I saw from this weekend in preseason. Who had the best moment of the preseason? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by True Math Fitness in the Gulch. I can't wait to go to True Math Fitness on Tuesday. It's been a couple of weeks since my schedule has allowed me to go in for personal training, but you know how much I enjoy the classes, how much I enjoy the coaching staff, and how much I love the facility. It's conveniently located in downtown Nashville, and they will go above and beyond to get the best version of you, a new way to work out for the best version of you. That's what TrueMath Fitness offers at TrueMathFitness.com. Your first workout is free as a Middle Tennessee resident. So with the uh, with this weekend, there was a lot of different preseason games being played. I watched the uh, Saints actually come back to beat the Chiefs 
uh, in a, uh, what, what was a pretty entertaining preseason game? I mean, the second half of these games is mostly, you know, pretty preseason-ish. But I thought that the Titans had a pretty compelling game for the first half at the very least against the Bears. And I thought that the Saints-Chiefs game was worth watching today, not just because the Chiefs, or rather the Saints, are Tennessee's week one opponent. Um, but, you know, they're just kind of keeping an eye on things that are happening in the league. Who had the best moment from the preseason? Uh, Justin Tucker says Orlando Jones casually stroking a 60 yarder. He just continues, uh, continues to do that. Uh, TK says Buck Vrabel could work you out and do it for free. Probably no need to pay for a gym. You know, I don't think Mike would work me out as a punching bag as anything else. Willis and chestnut says Michael Smith had the best moments of the preseason. Well, I'm not specifically talking about the Titans, but you're welcome to nominate them. I don't know that league wide I would I would put them in that conversation, but you're more more than welcome to do so. Uh, Music City Malik says Nicholas Davis, Pretty Boy Lipshit says Skronk was bullying their starting defensive line. Uh, Skaronsky is going to be a solid player, I think. Uh, I really I really like the progress that he's made, and he seems to have taken very very quickly to his new position. But, uh, you know, it's impossible for me to not say DeMar Hamlin, right? DeMar Hamlin, dead on the field, cardiac arrest situation. One of the scariest moments any of us have ever seen in professional sports or in life because it was broadcast at millions of homes uh, on Monday Night Football. DeMar Hamlin getting out there and playing football again, you can, you know, I'm sure many of you would probably take issue with the idea that he's playing football again after a situation like that, but he seemed to really, really relish the opportunity and there was feel good in it to see him getting back to doing what he loves. Uh, live life, you know, live life, have fun. You know what I mean? My doctors told me that coming back would be a would be a, a good thing for me, you know, because it, it wouldn't allow me to use my situation as a crutch. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I done been across the country. I done seen a lot of doctors, you know, a lot of doctors. I spent a few months this year spending time with a lot of doctors. You know what I mean? Top of, Top in their fields. You know, and, and they all came to the same conclusions, and they all told me that, you know, they think going back and playing would be a good spot for me personally, not no one else's situation, me personally, knowing me, who I am as a person, knowing my situation, and knowing that, you know, it'll, 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 it'll help me, you know. And honestly, this journey that I'm on, it's, it's, it's like, it's a blessing. Like, you know what I'm saying? I keep, I keep talking about the challenge. But, like, how many people can say that they really get to, like, overcome something, a, a hurdle this big in their life, and then still be here to tell the story of it? You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I look at it like that. So I feel, I feel, you know, I feel chosen, you know, as far as that aspect and as far as also, you know, just continuing out God's mission for me, you know, just continuing out the mission as far as raising awareness for CPR and, you know, raising awareness for AEDs being in places that they need to be in place. So situations like mine can, can, can happen, you know what I'm saying? Instead of it going the reverse way, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, continuing out that mission and just spreading love and just, you know, just, just, just keeping a smile on my face. So that is DeMar Hamlin speaking on, you know, his situation and his decision to go out there and play football again. Really cool moment to see. Um, everyone on my Instagram feed is acting like the Raiders won the Super Bowl today. I didn't see the Raiders preseason game, but, uh, maybe, maybe there was some excitement. Uh, Clowney may sign with the Jags says Puka. Yeah. You know, my, why not make, uh, take the full AFC South tour, right? He's been with two of them. If he signs with Jacksonville, then he only has to check Indianapolis off of his list. I 
I think he'd be interesting in Jacksonville. I I definitely think it's worth a flyer if he's cost effective. I think that I think Jadavion Clowney, while you know, I know a lot of people question him as a player. I think that as a complimentary piece, he could make a difference there. I really do think that. And that would definitely be, you know, worth paying attention to in the AFC South. I know you guys didn't have a pleasant experience with him. But uh Cleveland and Cleveland was fine to see him go, but I think for a year. It's it's definitely worth taking a flyer on. It's going to do it for us tonight. Always appreciate you guys showing up and showing out. It's always good to be back in the swing of things for another football season. Like I said, I'm in town all week. I'm not going to Minnesota for the two days of joint training camp practices, but I will be up there for the game. Peter Skaronsky is on the radio show or is in uh, scheduled to. Well, they're going to we're going to find out tomorrow morning if Peter's on the radio show. We're going to have a player on the radio show. I think it's Skaronsky. Uh, We're still working through the logistics of that with Titans PR. So we'll let you know as soon as I know for sure, but that is the plan. We'll be live at training camp, 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. And if I don't catch you there, you know we'll be back for another night here on Primetime. Are you surprised to hear that? (laughs) Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.